Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Enterprise Doctor Business Show. My name is Mark Harris, and I am the Enterprise Doctor. I do effective help for businesses. My guest today, and I'm going to say, I think, for the fourth or fifth time since I started recording podcasts, so that tells you something about what I think of the quality of her work and her involvement in his podcast. My guest today is Vicky White, and she runs Vicky White Communications. How are you, Vicky? Hi, Mark. Yeah, I'm well, thank you. Good, good, good. It's good to have you back, and you run Vicky White Communications, if I said that's a full-service marketing agency, is that a phrase that you like? Yes, that's right, Mark. Yeah, so we uh, help our clients uh, across the board uh, with all marketing services from social media management to SEO to advertising and content. Fine, the whole gamut. And clearly, if we were to talk on a podcast, you and I, about marketing, it's for, a, for sort of a, a 20 or 30 minute podcast, it's just way too huge a topic. So what we've done in recent ones that we've done is we've broken down and looked at specific aspects of marketing. And that's what we're doing again today. And today we're not only talking about search engine optimization or SEO, to use the POSH acronym, but we're talking about local SEO. So I guess my first question has to be, what, what do you actually mean by that? What is local SEO? What's the point? Why are we talking about local SEO today? Local SEO is mainly helping businesses to target um, local customers and prospects. And there's lots of kind of tools and tactics you can do around your website, around your social media channels, within your content that can really help you build your online visibility and rankings for location-based services. So there are some businesses who work globally, they work online, it really makes no difference where you are, but there are lots of businesses for whom actually local, depending on how you define the word local, and I'll come back to that, but local is actually what it's all about. So can I just ask about that word local? I'm based in Marlow in Buckinghamshire in England. We have, we have listeners around the world, so that's in England. Local for me sometimes means Marlow, sometimes local means Buckinghamshire, sometimes local means Thames Valley, and sometimes it means UK. Can you differentiate between different definitions of the word local for different people and maybe for different purposes? It depends on, on your target audience. So if you are wanting to target um, consumers or businesses that were based in, in Marlow uh, or in Buckinghamshire, then you would make sure that you were using particular keywords and search terms using those locations as part of your kind of SEO strategy. Okay. So there's an interesting turn of phrase, SEO strategy. My, my business has a strategy and it has a marketing strategy. I'm going to look you in the eye and tell you I wouldn't know where quite to start with an SEO strategy. So help me out. So an SEO strategy is, is looking um, and identifying your target audience as well as other things like what can we do on your website to kind of help boost your Google visibility and rankings? How can we kind of create content that supports that as well? So making sure we're writing the right articles to help you to appear in, in search engines. It's looking at optimizing your website, making sure that all of your pages are being read by Google. 
So it's putting together a, a bit of a kind of a strategy around how do we get your business ranking at the top of search engine results? Okay, I understood that last bit. How do you add it out? Because I want my, my pages. But some of the stuff you said there is just jargon to the likes of me. And I'm not saying that in an insulting kind of way, quite the opposite. You know what you're talking about and people like me don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. So that's why I want to learn from you. Just suppose I'm focused on Thames Valley. Okay. So should I make sure the words Thames Valley appear on every page? They appear multiple times. Is that the kind of thing that's going to make it happen for me? You've got to really think about coming from a kind of a customer perspective. So if you were a, a customer looking for your services, what, what might they type in? Thames Valley is probably not going to be an area that they'll type in. It'll more likely be Marlow or Buckinghamshire. Okay, or High Wycombe or Slough or Maidenhead or yeah. whatever it may be. Okay, so there used to be a neat little trick that people used to do, and I'm showing you perhaps how old I am. The, at the bottom of a page, they would type in uh, about 100 different keywords, Maidenhead, Slough, Reading, Working and Bracknell, Marlow, etc. But they do it in white so it didn't show up on the page, but Google would still find it. And I think I've heard somewhere that that kind of neat trick doesn't work anymore because Google is clever enough to, to spot that and, and ignore it. And it, it might even count against you. If I'm looking for business in all these local towns, how do I, how do I actually, actually make that happen? Yeah, so you, you've talked about the website um, having links or, or not even links, just kind of words with, with different locations on it. And yes, Google is a lot smarter now. But one thing you can do actually is, is create location pages. And these are pages that outline your services, what you do, how you work. You know, might list some products or some of the services you offer. And within that, you can talk about serving local customers. Okay. And it's a natural way for you to be able to include the location that you want people to find you for. Mm -hmm. Other things that you can do. So on your contact page, uh, making sure that kind of you're embedding um, Google Maps into that page, which will again help Google to identify you. And also it might be around pages as well that you can add a call to action and sign off your pages with, with where you are, where your location is. Okay. And I suppose if I have words on my website that says something like customers of mine have said this, this and this about how lovely I am, what I could say is customers of mine in places like Reading, Slough and Maidenhead had said this, this and this. So then it's sort of part of the naturally flowing body of the text, but it's getting those words in there again. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a good point to make that natural is very key here. So Google doesn't think it forcing the locations into your kind of content. You just mentioned kind of testimonials. It's another great way. But you've also got the back end of your website. With WordPress, for example, you have kind of Yoast SEO, which is a plugin that's installed where you can actually write a description of every page that helps Google to read that page. And within there, it's important as well that you're using your location. More, uh, more importantly, SEO? Yoast. Yoast SEO is a, a WordPress plugin. Um, wow. All you need to do is install. And again, it's quite simple to install, but you might want to kind of get some advice from a website developer before you start yes. to kind I of install it. different things. I love it when experts <laughs> like you say to me, it's simple to do that. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, right. Making a cup of tea, that's simple. Installing Yoast SEO on my website is not simple. Not for me anyway. But, you know, if you've got a, a Squarespace website or a Wix website, they should come as standard as part of your website package. So it's worth going on and, and logging in to the back end and having a look. Okay. And again, yeah, sure. I log into the back end of my website all the time. So clearly that's going to happen. <laughs> there are... There are web developers out there who build websites for people. And I know that, that part of your full service that you offer is that service as well. But there are an awful lot of people out there who already have a website that you didn't build and that they're quite happy with. But actually, from an SEO perspective, it's not very good because they didn't take that into account when they were originally building it. So that's one thing I know. Another thing I know that an awful lot of web developers really aren't interested in tinkering with a website that somebody else has built. I always get the answer, oh, no, you'll have to start again, mate. So where are you with that? If somebody already has a website, they like their website, it works, it's pretty, all that good stuff, and yet their SEO isn't good, can you still step in and help them to make that better? Yeah, I, th I think it's, it's a good point to make, actually, because I've worked with a lot of business owners who have had a website built um, and aren't aware of all these kind of great features and tools that are out there to, to help them be, become online. Web developers, it's, it's most of the time not their niche. You know, mm. they're great at graphics, they're great at website build, but SEO is, is a separate skill set. So if they don't have that, it's, it's really important that you, you then find an SEO specialist from a marketing agency, ideally, that, that can kind of take your website on after it's been developed to kind of really work with the content and behind the scenes and, and really to kind of help you boost your, your visibility. Okay, which was really lovely, but you didn't answer my question. If, if so, forgive me, I'm going to do a Jeremy Paxman. I'm going to ask you again, but only because I, I really want to know. So if I've already got a website and the SEO for whatever reason isn't very good, can you and your people and will you dabble in my existing website to help me make the, the, the website better. I know a lot of it is about the content, so you can certainly help me with the words and copywriting and, and make it much more SEO friendly from that perspective. But in terms of plugins like Yoast SEO, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, with the best one in the world, I'm not going to do that. I need someone to do that for me. So is that someone you? Yes, absolutely. Yes. All we would need is the login details to your website and we can jump on and, and, and do our work and cool. uh, make amazing things happen. Good. I like amazing things happening with my website. Can I ask a silly question? Yeah. What, what, what amazing things? What, what will happen if I invest in your services to make my website more SEO friendly? Okay. Because that's, that's what we're talking about. Also, in fact, more local SEO friendly. Can you quantify in any way and can up, up front and can you measure in any way what the outcome is likely to be? Because if you say to me, I'm going to, no, I don't care. I don't need to know about all of the technicalities of Yoast or whatever else, whatever dark arts you're going to practice. Just, just it's the outcome that I'm interested in. If you're going to charge me a hundred pounds, 500 pounds, a thousand pounds, whatever it is to do the piece of work, my question, of course, is so what's the return on my investment? And 
I guess it's really hard for you to quantify that. How, how do you approach that side of, of the, the prospects questioning? I mean, particularly with, um, with Google, um, you know, and whenever I start working with a client, you know, it's always important to set kind of expectations so you don't make an update to a website and then Google all of a sudden starts to kind of recognize it and, and ranks it and increases mm. its visibility. It does take time, sometimes two to three weeks, sometimes two, three months. There's kind of little kind of tricks and we can do to kind of help to kind of push Google to kind of read pages. Um, you could submit them to Google, um, which sometimes can help. Ideally, if we're working on your website, helping you to kind of build uh, your visibility and rankings for location searches with the work that we do you know we've we've had really great results of of kind of local companies coming up top of page one so there's expectations we don't ever guarantee it but we'll use all the skills that we have and work closely with you to kind of really Mm -hmm. help you to achieve it and you know what i really like that honesty i cannot tell you how many emails a day i get from rubbish what i believe to be fake SEO businesses and I think they're fake because they're so good at what they do that they're operating from a Gmail address and there's nothing wrong with Gmail but you know hello and they're promising me that they'll double my sales they're promising me I'll be on the first page of Google they're promising me everything mm. they make promises you can't keep I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to use them for a dozen different reasons but one of the ones at the top is that you can't promise me that so I love that you're not promising me and I guess Part of the SEO strategy is going to inform what you do. Because if I say, how are you going to, how are you going to achieve my objective? Well, your first question is, well, what's your objective? And, and that's part of the strategy. So it's whether I want an extra two hits a week on my website or 200 or 2,000 or 200,000, depending on the nature of the business. Clearly, it's down to me once people are on my website to convert them into significant prospects and then hopefully customers. But if it's your skills which will help me take that first step, which is to get them to actually visit my blooming website. So I'm guessing that Google Analytics, in terms of not justifying your existence, but measuring your impact, it's about something like Google Analytics before you work your magic to see how many hits, which pages, stickiness, all of those kinds of things. And then after you've worked your magic, and I appreciate not, as you said, not the next day, because these things take time, but a while later, as, and as time progresses, seeing how things have improved. So are there ways, to, to what extent can you measure that? And once you've improved it, are there ways that you can hone down which improvements have worked, which haven't? How, you know, how can you and I best work out how successful you've been and then how to take it to the next stage and the next stage? Yeah, so you mentioned Google Analytics. So you can certainly see the number of website visits that are coming in and where they've come from. So you can really get a feel for your prospects' kind of journey throughout your website. Um, And one of the things you can also do if you have a contact form embedded in your website, you can set up tracking so you can see actually which pages or which types of services are driving conversions to your business. And it also helps from a kind of a reporting and performance point of view for myself to actually 
show you look, look this is kind of your return on investment this is how many inquiries we've generated for you when we look at your ranking performances we'll also we've got a tool that we use that will import all of your keywords and key search terms and it will help us to see where you're actually currently ranking and then over time as we kind of work with you on your seo you'll then get to see every month how your rankings have increased for that particular search term And I'm guessing it's pretty fair to accept that that increase in rankings and and hits and whatever else is down to your work, because if there's no other major changes to the business and yet those things have increased, then it must be down to what you did. Yeah, of course. And you'll be able to see that through the kind of the Google Analytics reports where people have have landed and, and how they've engaged in the site. So, yeah, definitely you'll you'll get a good view of of how our work has really helped to improve. Um, And, you know, with the graphs on Google Analytics as well, our ideal end game is to kind of see your graphs of of numbers go up. Presumably, there's no limit to the extent to which this can be refined. You can just keep making it better and better. Absolutely. Particularly with content, there's always content to be written and, and will help you and support you in coming up with ideas for that. Your website needs to continually be refreshed. So we'll definitely help and support you with that to ensure that Google is continually seeing your site as being a, a site that's, that's fully functioning and, and running and, and doing great things. Mm. So you can see all of this from your side as a supplier, okay, as a supplier of a service. I'm sitting here as a potential customer and you're saying what you're saying and you're saying I'm good, use me. And somebody else is saying I'm good, use me. And so it's somebody else funnily enough and i'm forgetting all of the gmail guys so how does a business that accepts what you're saying about i i if i accept the fact i should be improving my local seo so how do i choose between you and him and him and her and her there's two things to kind of point out here first of all it it, the relationship that you have with the person you know you you should always have a kind of initial meeting with the people that you're looking to invest in and just it's got to kind of feel right and the relationship's got to work Um, and they've got to you know if you're talking to suppliers um, it's always going to be a kind of a two-way working kind of relationship so there's lots of things that I can do with my skills um, but there's also going to be input um, from the client as well and it's all about kind of us working together as a team we are a part of your team um, which is how we always pride our work Mm. and presumably you have because these things are measurable which is one of the nice things you can actually measure success. Your website was getting a hundred hits a day before, and now it's getting 200. That, and, and this page with the special offer was getting a hundred. Now it's getting 200. So presumably if I was an interested prospect, you could say to me, well, we did some work for this company and before we worked, they were achieving X, Y, Z, and now they're getting double or triple that. So that proof that you can do what you say is presumably freely available. Yeah, definitely. We've got um, testimonials on the website that actually prove that we have had some great results with our clients. And I think, yeah, you're right. That's another way of, of knowing that you're investing in the right person. You know, take a look at their website, take a look at their LinkedIn profiles um, and, and really get a kind of a feel for their, what they've achieved with, with existing clients. Just suppose that I'm a little bit 
hard up right now. My cash is not exactly flowing in, so I need to be careful about how it flows out. And I understand return on investment. So if I give you money, you're going to do things which will then earn me money. And if I earn more than I pay you, then actually, I was going to say I'm the winner, but actually we're both the winner. It's my competitors who are the losers. But if I just wanted to sort of do stuff myself, are there sort of handy tips and guides and things that I should be Googling for and looking at? Do you have handy tips and guides and things that in effect stop me giving you money, but you're just nice? (laughs) Yeah, so I do have an article actually on my website um, that I've written very, very recently. So it's very current and gives you some really great tips on um, what you can do and and covers a lot of things that we've talked about and and a few other bits as well. So as you say, it's a very big area um, yeah. to cover and I know we've only got a short amount of time um, but just to just to say as well I'm, I've actually recently started with a client who wants to actually go onto the website and do some things and wants to be trained so it's it's a very kind of cost-effective way she's got the time because she you know her business isn't isn't currently running as well as it was before um, so she's got time on her hands she's got a little bit of the skill she's created the website herself but she just needs some guidance and support so that's kind of another way of, of, of how I'm working with the smaller businesses. Okay. So there's, there's really three levels. One is the free tips. So can I ask you if you'll send me a link to that, I'll put it in the podcast yeah. notes. And if listeners have a look at the podcast notes, either right now or later, you'll find out whether or not Vicky actually did send it to me. I'm sure she will. <laughs> um, so you can get some free help there, some pointers and tips, which I actually read that article. It's worth reading. So please send us that and I'll share it. Interesting. I often say that there are three ways that a business can do something. Either you can do it yourself and do it badly, or you can pay someone else to do it for you. And clearly, if you're going to pay somebody else, you need to pick the right supplier who will do it well. And the third option, as I always say, if you want to, is learn how to do it well yourself. There are some things that I do badly. And if I wanted to, I could learn how to do them better. So it's great, I think, to, that you're also offering that option. You will not just do it for people, but you will teach them how to do it, clearly for a price because, you know, time is money and all that good stuff, but that you'll teach them how to do it so that in the long run, they're not paying you or anybody else month after month to do these things. They've learned how to do it themselves. Yeah, and I think that's really important, you know, particularly obviously we work very closely with the smaller businesses and it's all always about providing the best service for them and, and what's going to work for them and it's going to have a big impact. Mm. You know, a lot of the smaller businesses are on a, a tight budget now. So we're always happy to look at options and see how we can kind of support you. Cool. I I really like that and you never know, I might I might get some lessons from you. That would be <laughs> useful. So we covered off lots of ground. Before we finish, I need to ask probably the big question, which is, is there anything we've missed out? Is there anything important to local SEO that we haven't covered off yet? Yeah, so one sort of quite important element that every business um, should look at is Google My Business. Now, for a local SEO, this is a kind of a real big factor to help and support your search engine visibility and your rankings. And I know we did a, a kind of a podcast and uh, t- mm. touched on that within a podcast before. So I won't go into it. too much. Deeper. It was an in-depth podcast episode. <laughs> did a lot more than touch on it. But yeah, it's there. And if people want to listen to that, season one, episode 12 is where you need to head. 
but yeah, we covered that off. So clearly Google My Business is all about local, so it's going to impact on local SEO. Absolutely. So that is certainly, if you're interested in local SEO and interested in Google My Business, you know how easy it is? It's so easy that after the podcast episode that Vicky did with me about it, I went off and did it myself. Hooray. Oh, well done. I know, I'm a clever boy. Um, every now and again. Um, at least I am when it's well explained. So that's fine. Good. I feel a lot more educated about local SEO. I feel that I can do things to my website that will improve it. And I think that there's things that maybe you and I need to talk about, about the things that I personally can't do, but maybe you can. And if listeners feel the same way, please do go and look at the free tips that, that Vicky's written because you know what? They're useful and there's stuff that you can do now to improve your website, improve your hits, improve your local SEO. And if you want to talk to her about what Vicky White Communications can do to help your business in this area or indeed in other areas because they really are a full service marketing agency, then um, she'll be very happy to chat with you. There's a link to her LinkedIn profile in the podcast notes. And from there, you can get to her website, Facebook page, whatever else. And she will be happy to chat with you. Thank you, Vicky. It's been, as always, it's been really useful. I hope it's, uh, you, you feel you've got across the things that you wanted to say. Yeah, thank you for having me, Mark. No, it's, it, it's really nice to kind of be able to come on and share these, these types of tips and information. Good. Thank you for doing that. I will reiterate all of Vicky's contact details are on the podcast notes. All of my contact details are on the podcast notes. If you want to talk to me at all, you can do so via any of those links. Please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already done it, because that way the next episode and the next one will hit your podcast app regardless. If you'd like to give us a lovely review on your podcast app, you feel free to do so. And I can tell you for sure that there will be another episode along in a few days. So hopefully that will be as good as this one has been. But for now, this is Mark Harris, Enterprise Doctor, signing off and saying thank you for listening. <laughs>